The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. Reiki has been proven to bring you balance and peace as well as improve your health. It's a healing method that works with other alternative methods as well as conventional medical practices to encourage and enhance personal healing on a number of levels. Now, to tell you more about Reiki and better health, here is Paula Vale. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Voice America, World Talk Radio. This is Paula Vale. And I am the host of For the Love of Reiki. Thank you for joining us today. I have a beautiful guest today. Her name is Melinda Carver. And this episode is about interpreting our dreams. And this is something I think everyone will be excited to gain information about because dreams can be pretty huge and and they make us think about things. And anyway, Melinda is a psychic medium. She's an official psychic of the Tarot Guild and the host of Positive Perspectives and Mystical Muse radio shows. She has appeared on TV, radio, expos, conferences, fairs, and stores nationwide. She is the creator of Melinda's Positive Products, a magical line of products. Melinda is available as a keynote speaker for expos and corporate events and provides classes, private readings, and dream interpretation. Let me begin, Melinda, with saying welcome. Thank you. Well, thank you so very much for having me on today, Paula. I'm super excited to be here with you. Oh, I am just honored. I am just honored. And how beautiful to have you here to share with all of our wonderful listeners out there. Let's begin with, uh, can you give us a little bit of your, your history, how you, you know, came into this, this line of, of career and work? And then maybe tell us really what exactly are our dreams Okay, thank you. Um, I've been seeing spirit since I was a little girl, and I've been reading professionally for the last six years. I've gone crisscross the country, different expos and conferences and stores and groups and corporate events. And I really, really love what I do, helping people empower themselves or connect to the spirit realm. And dreams are basically these free-flowing messages from your higher self or your soul, or you can call it even your subconscious, to your conscious awake self. The mystery of these dreams are what those visions convey to you while you're dreaming. It's a beautiful, fascinating process, and everybody dreams. Even animals do dream. Your pets, your dogs, your kitty cats, your horses, 
they do dream too. Oh my gosh. That's cool. Yes, it is. So what and, What do our dreams... Um, now, dreams go way back, and actually they're very revered in ancient cultures. T- tell us a little bit about that, please. Well, yes. There are, in ancient times, unlike today... The ancient civilizations of ancient Greek, the Roman Empire, Babylonian times, Sumerian, and the Egyptians all revered dreams. So someone who could interpret your dream was someone who was respected and revered in the community. The ancient civilizations believed that dreams were their messages from their gods and goddesses. And it was an experience where you went into your dream time, and you were able to speak to God or goddess directly without a priest or a priestess, and that this visionary experience could happen while you were dreaming at night or if you were in a trance during the day. So these dreams could happen either the daytime or nighttime. The ancient Egyptians actually had a dream goddess, and her name was Nephthys. N-E-P-H-T-H-Y-S, and she was known as the goddess of dreams and intuition, and her nickname was the Revealer, because she would reveal all to you in your dreams, whether it was good, bad, or indifferent, what what was going to happen to you personally, or your community, or the Egyptian state, or the pharaohs, and ancient times, also the Native Americans and Aborigines had a lot of their shamans and medicine men and medicine women who also interpreted dreams. So they were also revered for those. And in current times, Native Americans and Aborigines still go on vision quests for their spiritual growth, and that is part of their dream time, and it marks their coming of age. Ancient Christians and ancient Jews also revered dreams. If you look in the Old Testament, in the book of Numbers, chapter 12, line 6, God tells Moses, Miriam, and Aaron, quote, Hear my words. If there is a prophet among you, I, the Lord, make myself known to him in a vision. I speak to him in dreams, unquote. So you have these prophets throughout the First Testament who interpret God's words to them, just like the ancient cultures of the ancient Egyptians and Sumerians and Babylonians who said it was their time to speak directly to their god or goddesses. And these prophets throughout the Old Testament also had dream time where God came and spoke to them. And they, in turn, interpreted those dreams or shared those dreams, and those were their prophecies. And what are prophecies but future events? It was a divination of what was going to happen. And if you look at some of those prophets, whether you started with Abraham or John the Baptist, dream interpretation was in part of the Old Testament, too. So there are a lot of people from a lot of different organizations and religions who they look back at their ancient times, the startup of these ancient religions will find dream interpreters and dream interpretations happening. So it's not some new age or newfangled thing right now in current times because we as humans have always had dreams and we've always had someone to interpret them. 
And with interpreting dreams, um, give us some advice on that. I know myself, I'm someone that I don't dream, well, I don't remember dreams very often, but when I have a dream, it's very vivid. But any, any little pointers or sharing you can give to listeners out there like me that when they have a dream, it's like, okay, so do I think just what happened is what I want to take in or does one event mean the opposite of what it is? Any, any suggestions with that? Yes. Dreams are either a cold conversation you have with someone else in your dreams, or they could be symbols that you can interpret in your dreams so that you know the message. that your higher self, your soul, your subconscious, speaking to your conscious self. It helps you with your everyday issues that you are having, if you're having career problems, family problems, if you're having a love relationship issues, or it could be you miss someone who's passed. So most of the symbols that you see can be interpreted different ways. And Paula, just so you know, there are hundreds and hundreds of dream books out there in the public libraries and online. So I will caution those who do purchase dream books, if you have a dream and you look up the symbol and that explanation in that one book doesn't resonate with you, look up the symbol meaning in another book because then there are so many different interpretations that one explanation might not resonate with you, but a second one will. So always try to, you know, find what speaks to you in that that aha moment. But one of the things that dreams do is it helps give you advice and guidance in your life, whether you're in an issue or a challenge or you're a growth spurt. It's an observation of what's happening right now in your life, and it's sort of like a self-dialogue between your, your conscious self and your higher self. And it's, sometimes it's like unfinished business. And one of the main symbols that people see in dreams when they have these vivid dreams, the main symbol most people see is a house. And the reason why you see a house is because the house represents you, Paula. If you're dreaming of being outside of your house or another house that might not be the one that you're living in right now, but if you're watching the house, the house represents you, outside you, your physical issues, your body health, or your appearance. So if you're looking at a run-down house in your dream and you're feeling run down before you went to sleep, or maybe it's telling you to start taking better care of yourself physically, maybe get some exercise or eat better foods or drink more water. And if you see yourself painting the house or you're fixing something in the house, that's usually your higher self saying, hey, you're fixing something physically about you. Maybe you had to have knee replacement surgery and you see yourself painting the house and putting in new awnings or something. So that can interpret to your physical issues that you're having right then and there. If you're inside the house, Paula, what you would see is your emotional issues. What's going on inside your head or your heart? Things that might be exciting you or upsetting you right now in your life. And most people, when they're inside their house, they're either with someone else 
and it could be someone from their current life that they're having issues with emotionally, or they could be having a party, and what's happening in that party can help you denote what's happening in your life. Um, But most people see themselves packing things up. I've done a lot of interpretations for dreams the last six years, and most people see themselves packing up things in boxes or bags. They can't tell me what they're packing in those boxes or bags, but most of the time when you see yourself packing, Paula, you're letting go of emotions you no longer wish to carry. You're putting them in a box and you're putting them on the front porch for someone to come take away. You are done with those ties or those emotions. So the house, whether the inside or the outside, is basically you. Isn't that fascinating? My gosh, Melinda, that is so fascinating. I had no idea. That is amazing. Yes, and it gets even more. If you're washing the windows of your house, whether you're inside or outside, you're trying to see clearly because the windows of the house, a lot of people always joke around about some of those big houses that it looks like a face with the windows and the doors, the nose or something. In your dreams, if you're cleaning the windows, you're trying to see something clearly. Something's bothering you that you can't see or you're trying to discern what someone is hiding from you. So... Sometimes it could be what you're hiding from yourself, Paula, when you're washing windows in your house. And I know a lot of people don't like washing the windows, but that's just one explanation of it. Isn't that fun? Oh, that's really fun. Oh, my goodness. And this is a way for our higher self to just kind of bring messages to us or just bring in a, something to us that we need to be aware of? Yes, because a lot of times... We have too much going on. We're human right now. You're the spiritual being having this human existence, Paula. And in your spirit form, when you go back home, heaven, nirvana, the valley of the shadow, whatever you may call it in your religion, when you go back home, you lose these human emotions of anger and jealousy and pettiness or, um, you know, you can't see clearly or you have fear, and you don't have that in spirit form. So when we are born in these physical human bodies, we have all those fun human emotions that kind of get in the way. And sometimes we have a hard time discerning what someone else is going to do. They may act like our friend, but they're not our friend. Or they may try to harm us. And we know subconsciously our higher self is giving us a warning, but we're like, oh, no, that person's so much fun, or they're so nice, or everyone likes them. Why am I getting this twinge at the back of my neck? (laughs) So... You know, everyone, when you start doing and and reading your dreams or interpreting your dreams, the biggest thing that I tell everyone, the key piece of any interpretation are what are your emotions that you feel from that dream? Do you feel satisfied, happy, joyful, upset, angry? You know, they have this old joke that, you know, this woman and her husband go to bed and she wakes up in the morning and she punches him in the arm and calls him a no good dirty rat for what he did wrong in her dreams. (laughs) And he's clueless and doesn't have a clue. Why are you punching me? What did I do? And she's like, oh, you flirted with this girl or you bought this car without telling me. And and he's getting in trouble for her dream of something that he didn't do. (laughs) So that was one of the old jokes. And I know there's various... Um, ways that they interpret that. But that's some of the fun things about dreams is it's the emotions. 
So sometimes your higher self is trying to warn you about a person or a situation that you may be getting yourself into, Paula. And sometimes it's just confirming for you, yeah, there's success around the corner and taking this job is something that you need to do. Wow, this is absolutely fascinating. Oh, I love this. Oh, my gosh. Yes. It's so fun. I love doing dream interpretations. And, you know, I do these over email or I could do them on the phone, but I love them. And one of the other things about dreams that people forget is that, you know, sometimes your higher self is giving you blessings and assurances or telling you about the good things because a lot of people have nightmares. And when you have a lot of anxiety and fear, you have nightmares, or maybe you saw a scary movie, or you read a scary book, or there was a scary incident that you saw in real life, and your nightmare is your way of processing that. But most of the time, your dreams are filled with blessings and insurance, telling you about the good things or people or opportunities that are coming in to help you with whatever situation you're going to go through, or your dreams can tell you your future events, upcoming events and people that you're going to meet. There are some psychics that will have these dreams where they will see future events. Like my one friend is a psychic medium, and she only remembers her dreams of people that are um, going to die unexpectedly. And every time she has one of these dreams of someone that she knows, it's always someone she knows, whether it's an old family member or an acquaintance or friend, that she that person is dying and the reason why they were dying, and then two or three days later that person is passing. So she has these premonitions, and other people, other psychic mediums or shamans or medicine men or women will also have premonition dreams where they'll see what's going to happen in the future, whether it's a good event or, or a negative event or a scary event. But it, the future events usually revolve around you and your personal life, or people that you know personally, and then there are some people that will dream and want to receive dream messages about what's going to happen to the community, a country, or the world itself. My friend Betsy Lewis is an author and radio show host, and she receives a lot of channeled messages in her dream time about earthquakes and tsunamis, so she's always posting that information of what she downloads during her dreams. So that's another way. And the fourth thing that is so much fun about dreams, Paula, is that you can see your past lives and your future lives in your dream. Did you realize you could do that? Melinda, no, I didn't. I am fascinated. I can't wait to hear that. Let's take a quick commercial break. And everyone, we're going to be right back, and we're going to talk about seeing your past and your future life. I had no idea. Oh, This is fantastic, Melinda. Thank you. Well, everyone, we will be right back. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you looking to relax, improve your health, and find balance in your life? Then you need to try the wonderful healing powers of Reiki. Reiki is an energy healing technique that is based on the concept of life energy. At Wellness Inspired, located in Tacoma, Washington, we offer Reiki sessions in combination with other healing modalities to maximize the healing benefits for our clients. We also have one of the few crystal healing beds located in the Pacific Northwest. To learn more about how you can achieve better health and balance with Reiki, visit us at wellnessinspired.com. 
The healing modality of Reiki has become more recognized worldwide in both the areas of naturopathic medicine and Western medicine. Reiki not only benefits and heals the person receiving the Reiki healing energy, but also the practitioner. Learning Reiki can change your life and the life of those around you. Paula Vale of Wellness Inspired in Tacoma, Washington, has trained in Reiki worldwide and teaches all levels of Yusui and Karuna Reiki. Paula understands that teaching Reiki is both an honor and a responsibility. Go to wellnessinspired.com to learn more. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You're listening to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. We would love to hear about your Reiki stories as well as your questions about Reiki. Paula will answer questions and share stories on the show. Please send an email to Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Again, that's Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Now, back to For the Love of Reiki. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Paula here with Melinda Carver, and she is just giving us some fantastic information about interpreting our dreams. I am learning today information that I I had no idea how huge our dreams were. And you mentioned right before our break, Melinda, that dreams can, about how they can be telling us something about our past or our future. Oh, please, uh, tell us about that. I'm so excited. Oh, this one is the most fascinating part of dreams for myself when I when I do the interpretations. Um, because, you know, a lot of people always want to know about what's going on in their current life and issues. But for me, the fun part is seeing people's past lives or their future lives. Because remember, your dreams are messages from your higher self, whether you call that your higher self, your subconscious, or your soul. So your higher self can pass on messages to you because in your DNA strand, your cell memory of your soul, you have the whole list of all your past lives. So sometimes you will have dreams of yourself with someone else that's in your current life, but it's like an old-time movie, whether you're in the Roman Empire and you're a senator in Rome or you're on a mountain in Peru or you're hunting through the woods of, you know, North America with uh, other Native American Indians, and you will recognize someone that you're having issues with in this life with someone you had major issues with in a past life. And people will tell me, well, I was part of this Maasai tribe, and, you know, I recognize this woman who I'm having issues with at work, but she was a man, but it was her face and her energy, and we had this hand-to-hand combat, and that is a past life. And your soul remembers those past lives, and the other person's soul remembers those past lives. So sometimes when you meet someone and you instantly dislike them, it could be you had a past life. And your dreams can guide you to pieces, parts of those past lives that you've had. I've had some past lives. I've been an Egyptian priestess a couple times. I've had a life in Atlantis as a priestess. I've done a lot with psychic mediumship and spirits and training people spiritually through a lot of my past lives. I was even a nun in Ireland. And how do I learn most of this? 
I never had a full past life regression with someone. I've learned these through these dream times that I have to get pieces, parts of my past lives, and plus my spirit guide will tell me. So these past life review can show you, aha, this is why you don't get along with this person like the woman I did the interpretation for because it goes back to this past life when you were both on a Maasai tribe and you both were men and you had this hand-to-hand combat. She won. The other person died. And now the other person is fearful of her and doesn't like her because she doesn't know why, but she was killed by this person because this person who tried to do the hand-to-hand combat and was unsuccessful was a sneaky person and was causing a lot of unrest and, and was a thief and was also like that in her current life. So, you know, you kind of bring things and parts and pieces and emotions with you from your past lives. Or when you have a huge deja vu, you know, I've read and interpreted people who've, who've gone to visit parts of Ireland or parts of Quebec, and they said it was like deja vu, and I knew where to go, and I never got lost, and I felt comfortable there, like I lived there before, and yes, when you talk to them or you, you do a dream interpretation, they had a past life in Quebec or they had a past life in Ireland. So that's one of the fun things because it helps you show you the issues with the current people in your life that you may have had a past life with or maybe you're doing the same mistakes over and over and over again and you can't get out of them, Paula. And it goes back to a past life where you didn't learn from those mistakes and you're still doing them now. Usually it's from like people who mess with dark energy in the past lives they try to do the dark energy now because they think it's quicker and easier and they still have a big bomb blowing up in their face because you know they're messing with something nasty but the future lives your your higher self paula can also show you your future lives and where you're going to go at your next life sometimes you just get bits and pieces so it helps give you that hope that you know you might have issues right now paula but later on the next life is going to be easier when you get through these life lessons you're going through right now wow so that that makes me think of something when i was about 15 a trip to italy we went to this one location and we it wasn't the coliseum we'd gone there but we went to another spot and i went down into the basement where the slaves were kept. And I had this huge sensation that I had been there. I was only 15. I didn't understand it. I've remembered it my whole life. So do you think that was a past life of mine? Probably. If you had that deep of a connection to a place, you know, we travel all the time. I'm sure you do too, Paula. And we like a place or we enjoy the food or the people, but it's just an experience and then it doesn't have that deep emotional response. When you have a deep emotional response to a location, that generally denotes that you had a past life there. Maybe you have a lot of fear if you went there. Maybe that life wasn't a very happy life for you. But if you feel a deep emotional connection and you feel that you're back home and you can't explain why, then you probably had a past life or had some life events that happened right there in that location. That is amazing. That is amazing. So really with our dreams, it's not just the here and now that we're getting a message about. We can get information about so, so much. Yeah, and the fifth part that you can get information from in your dreams is about life in the afterlife. 
because, you know, during our day, we're on our cell phones and email and we're rushing to work and and picking up the children or, or if you don't have children, you have events or workouts or things that you're doing and it's always rush, 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 rush. So a lot of people never have that, okay, I'm going to take a brief break moment. So mm-hmm. a lot of people cannot connect to their deceased loved ones or pets, the spirit guides or angels, except in their dream time, first of all, because they're not open to it in their conscious self or because they're so busy or have too many lists in their head. So, But during your dream time, I've interpreted a lot of dreams for people who have dreams with their past loved ones, whether it's in the home that they're at, at the home that their parents or loved one had, or it could be at a beach scene or a garden scene or wherever it is that they're having these conversations. In this dream time, I call it the dreaming, and it's connecting you to your deceased loved ones, guides, and angels. It's whether you astral travel while you're sleeping to meet them at another location because a lot of people say, well, the flowers were flowers I didn't recognize and they were huge and the smell was wonderful and I felt so much love and warmth I didn't want to leave. Well, that's you, your spirit, your soul, traveling via astral travel to see your deceased loved ones, heaven, nirvana, the other side, whatever you call it. And when you have these conversations with your loved ones, they're letting you know, hey, I'm okay. I passed through the tunnel. I'm living here in heaven or nirvana. You're connecting with them, and it helps you to have unfinished business taken care of, whether they want to give you amends for upsetting you or they had some regrets of something that happened between you two, or you just need to receive love and guidance for them, and they're trying to to connect with you, to give you information to help you with whatever issues or challenges you're going through. And sometimes it's just so you can forgive them or they can forgive you, and they tell you, you know, I don't feel upset that you, you know, skipped out two Thanksgivings in a row and went to your in-law's house, okay? You know, I knew I made a big blow up about it when I was alive, but right now, you know, I'm so sorry that's such a little thing. And I know it upset you. So when you connect to your deceased loved ones and and you get to see your deceased pets, because they also go to heaven, you can also connect with your spirit guides and your angels, your guardian angels or an archangel, because your brain is shut down during your sleep time. So your higher self, your soul, can have these conversations with other spirits. It's wonderful. And the love and the warmth and the guidance that you receive is really, really helpful. So really, our dreams aren't just information, but oh my gosh, they also can bring healing. Yes, because they want to help you. They want to give you love and guidance just because they're not here with us physically. Your deceased loved ones or your spirit guides, they're not going to be upset with you and say, oh, I'm not going to worry about you and I know you're going through some horrible time or you have some horrible health issue, but you can have whole conversations with people. And I've had people call me crying because they had this conversation. They remembered a couple bits and pieces of it, and they wanted to know if that was real or all their imagination. And, yes, when you have a conversation with your loved one in the middle of the night or the daytime, depending on when you sleep, that is really, really happening. You are connecting with them on a soul level because your brain is shut down from all the worries and aggravations that you're going through, Paula, and you are open then to those messages. That is 
That is just fantastic. Amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, because your loved ones, they want to comfort you and inspire you. They want to give you knowledge or closure or insights of what's happening in the future events. And they want you to know they're happy for you, that something good happened to, to you. And so this is one of the ways that they can connect with you if you're not going to a psychic medium, if you're not open to those messages, they'll tell it to you in your dream time. Yes. Now, is there a special meaning when we have animals involved in our dreams? Is That's there a very to... good question, Paula. Animals, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> excuse me, have various meanings. So I recommend a couple things for people to do. There are two wonderful books. One is called Animal Speak by Ted Andrews. And the other book is Spirit Animals by Stephen Farmer. And both Stephen Farmer and Ted Andrews have these wonderful books filled with all the different types of animals out there and what their meanings are. So if you see a manatee in your dreams, a manatee is known as the sea cow. And they're a mammal, and they're very loving and protective of their young, but they're also very inquisitive and they're healers. They're considered the sacred uh, cow of the sea. And you can have a dream of swimming with the manatees. That's a very healing dream because the manatees are giving you their energy. Or let's say you're swimming with sharks and you're swimming with sharks and you're getting bit up or they take off your toes or your feet. Well, maybe that dream is letting you know that you are surrounded by sharks in your real life meaning people that act shark-like, and there's a feeding frenzy, and there's a warning to tell you, hey, pay attention so you don't have these issues <laughs> coming forward. <laughs> or maybe you have a dream, and you're at this puppy store, and you're looking at all the puppies, and you can't make up your mind, but this one cute little puppy keeps coming up to you and, and crying, and, you know, maybe that puppy is, you know, dogs represent loyalty, and unconditional love, and here's this puppy crying at your feet. Well, maybe you're upset in your real life that one of your good friends stopped talking to you and you don't have their unconditional love and support anymore, and so you need to find a new friend who will give you that unconditional support. So animals can have various meanings. You know, you could have a, maybe you see a cheetah, and cheetahs are known for being fast and hunters, and they're endangered. So if you're seeing yourself as a cheetah and you're being hunted, well, who's hunting you? Who's causing you problems? Who are you trying to evade in your personal life or your career right now? So they have various meanings. They could also be your totem animals, meaning your spirit animal that helps guide you. So I would recommend people look at either Animal Speak by Ted Andrews or Spirit Animals by Stephen Farmer. They're very wonderful books, and they're very, very informative about animals and their meanings. Oh, beautiful. And we are going to go to commercial in just a moment here, but Melinda, would you for me give to our listeners uh, your information, your website, or how they can contact you before we go to commercial? Yes, thank you. My website is psychicmelinda, M-E-L-I-N-D-A dot webs, W-E-B-S dot com, psychicmelinda dot webs dot com. I'm also on Twitter as psychicmelinda, or you can email me at melindacarver.com. 
C-A-R-V-E-R, at A-T-T dot net. Awesome. Awesome. Fantastic. Well, we will go into our next commercial break, everyone, and we will be back. This is, this is so fun. This is so fun. I am loving this. So, Melinda, we will get right back. And everyone, we'll see you in a moment. Don't go away. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Hi, I'm Kristen Eichel. Join Paula Vale, host of For the Love of Reiki and I, along with millions of other Reiki and energy healers worldwide as we create the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife. Beginning from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. this Saturday and the third Saturday of every month in your time zone, this healing wave of prayer and positive energy will ripple around the planet, creating a 24-hour wave of Reiki, love, and healing to all the members of the animal kingdom. Animals feed us. They clothe us. They comfort us and inspire us. We live with them in our homes and in our communities, and we send this healing wave of light to them to express our gratefulness to them for their gifts to all humanity. Please join with us as we create a new movement of Reiki energy with the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife this Saturday from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Write to Paula to share your thoughts and experiences with Reiki. Paula at wellnessinspired.com. The healing modality of Reiki has become more recognized worldwide in both the areas of naturopathic medicine and Western medicine. Reiki not only benefits and heals the person receiving the Reiki healing energy, but also the practitioner. Learning Reiki can change your life and the life of those around you. Paula Vale of Wellness Inspired in Tacoma, Washington, has trained in Reiki worldwide and teaches all levels of Yusui and Karuna Reiki. Paula understands that teaching Reiki is both an honor and a responsibility. Go to wellnessinspired.com to learn more. Step into a healthier you. Voice America Health & Wellness. You're listening to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. We would love to hear about your Reiki stories as well as your questions about Reiki. Paula will answer questions and share stories on the show. Please send an email to Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Again, that's Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Now, back to For the Love of Reiki. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. I am here with Melinda Carver, if you're just joining us. And she is discussing interpreting our dreams. And, oh, my gosh, so much amazing information. This has really opened my eyes to how powerful dreams are. Oh, thank you, Melinda. Thank you. You're very welcome, Paula. Thank you for having me today. Oh, you're welcome. And I'm excited to jump back in. Um, Tell us a little bit. um, I know we discussed it briefly, but a little more detail, detail because I'm very intrigued with how our dreams can be messages from guides and angels and and maybe give us an idea how to look for that. Okay. What I tell people, here's a great exercise to do. If you have never, ever met your spirit guide, if you don't know what they look like, if it's a man or a woman or you're a little afraid, when you go to bed at night, 
one of the last thoughts you should have is you could say out loud or silently in your head, you know, spirit guide mine, please come to me tonight, give me some messages, and help me remember those in the morning. Because a lot of people are not aware of their spirit guide, and the spirit guide is different than your deceased loved one or your guardian angel. It's someone you chose in heaven or the other side to help guide you what you charted to happen in this life. So the spirit guide is like your mentor, your teacher. It's someone to help you go through those pitfalls. So at night you could say, spirit guide, please come and give me messages tonight and help me to remember those conversations. You could also use that when you want to connect with a deceased loved one or your guardian angel. Now, your guardian angel, everyone is born with a guardian angel. Everyone has a spirit guide. And your guardian angel, angels don't really have a sex. They may look more feminine or more masculine, but they're really sexless. And they're divine love and light made from God and goddess. And your guardian angels will sometimes show you different colors. They'll give you messages of hope or joy. They'll help inspire you or help guide you, too, because your guardian angel wants you to be happy and have your free will because God and goddess gave us free will as humans. So your angels can speak to you. You can also speak with other angels because there's hundreds of thousands of them. So you could talk to a chorus of angels, a legion of angels, or even the big daddies, the archangels, such as Michael, Uriel, Metatron, Gabriel, Raphael, and Ariel. You could talk to them in your dreams. And if you're not sure who they are, you could just ask them which one they are. I speak a lot to Archangel Michael. When I was a little girl, I would see him when I was going to bed, and I always knew who he was, so I was never afraid of him. And then sometimes he speaks to me in my dreams, and sometimes um, he just pops up when I'm awake, and I could talk to him then. <laughs> and, you know, so, but most people see angels in their dream time because they're afraid that they're going to have this connection. And you will always know that you are having a dream or a, a time, a meeting time with an angel because you feel this divine love, warmth. You feel so safe and loved and protected. And those are what angels do. They are divine love and light. And Archangel Michael is the divine right hand of God and goddess. And his joy is in protecting people and smiting darkness and negativity. So if you're ever afraid and you wake up from a nightmare, ask Archangel Michael to help you and to remove the fear and anxiety. When you go back to bed, you could say, Archangel Michael, be with me and guard me through the night. Or if you resonate more with Archangel Raphael, the healer, and you're sick, Archangel Raphael, please support me and help heal me through the night. And you'll wake up feeling a lot better. And some people can't sleep because they had some, something horrendous happen. So you could ask the angels to help keep you safe. What I'll do a lot is I'll ask the angels to surround my house on the north, south, east, and west, and they will. And you could just feel this divine protection all around you. And that's great for helping people who have sleep problems because then you know you're angelically protected. Or you could ask the angels to help you sleep through the night. Oh, I love it. I love okay. it. And Melinda, tell us tell us a little bit. What does it mean when in a dream we have different elements or seasons that seem to okay. be flowing in this dream? All right. Well, one of the main elements people see a lot in their dreams is water. 
And this water represents your emotions and your responses. So is it raining? A lot of people will say, well, it was raining in my dream. And I'll ask them, well, was it a drizzle? Was it a thunderstorm? What kind or was it a steady rain? Because the rain denotes your emotions. If it's a drizzle and you're dreaming that you're playing out there, jumping in the puddles and you're laughing with whoever you are, that's a good dream. It's saying that you're centered and balanced and you're and your emotions are happy. But if you're having a thunderstorm and you're hiding in your house and you're scared because of this rain is coming down in torrents, you might be having some huge emotional issues or rage or anger or unhappiness or depression going, and the rain is trying to cleanse those emotions for you, try and help you release them. Or sometimes people see that they're swimming in an ocean and there's no land around there, well, then you feel like you're all by yourself and that saying, you know, you have some problems going on and you feel like you don't have any support, but the water and you're treading in the water and these huge waves are coming and you're afraid of what's underneath the water. So maybe there's stuff that's being hidden from you. So elements like air, which is the wind, the water, the fire, or the earth can have a lot of impact depending on what is happening. And the earth, you don't dream that you're watching the earth, but the earth could be maybe you're in a cave and you feel cocooned and safe. Or maybe you're picking up crystals or you're going to a mine and you're digging up diamonds. You know, you're, and diamonds are, you know, these wonderful, beautiful, shiny things. So if you're seeing yourself as a miner picking out diamonds out of the ground, then maybe you're finding Un, you know, unknown surprises and good luck coming in in your life. So that's how the elements can play in. It's really fascinating the different things. And then you also have your seasons. And the seasons, whether you see springtime, that's a renewal, new beginning. So if you see yourself, even if it's the dead of winter, and you're having these dreams about spring and flowers coming up and the birds coming out, you're getting excited about something new that is coming in your life. Whereas, let's say it's summertime, but you're having a dream of winter. Well, you know, winter can be kind of a depressing time for some of the country because, you know, the green is gone, the trees are gone, the flowers are gone. But it could be something that's hiding from you. If you see a lot of snow, is a snowstorm heavy, six-foot blizzards? What is, what is hidden from your sight? Oh. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, so dreams can be interpreted so many different ways. So I try to find and connect with a person's energy when I do these dream interpretations so that I can give them the most amazing interpretation that resonates with them and, and makes them say, aha, because that is what a dream interpreter does. We've been doing this since, since ancient times. I've done this many times in past lives, and I continue in this life, and it's fascinating and fun helping people to connect to those dreams, Paula. Wow. And... Tell us, what's the difference for the dreams in the ancient cultures and the modern cultures? I mean, really, like you discussed earlier, they go way back. Do you see a big difference today in what we're doing with them? Well, you know, starting in the 70s and 80s, we had this New Age movement, and a lot of people call it the la-la land, you know. And so dream interpretation was not that prevalent in current cultures except for Native American Indians and Aborigines and some tribes in South America and South Africa because they still held to the old ways and did dreams. 
And then you had the Europeans and people in America and Canada who really didn't do stuff with dreams, even though there was dream books. It was that hush-hush stuff, sort of like when, you know, just like when you would go to a tea house to get a tarot reading. You know, it was hush-hush. It was done for giggles. Oh, I'm going to get my dreams interpreted. And, you know, in ancient times, kings and queens and leaders of those ancient civilizations would go see the the Oracle and Delphi in ancient Greece, or they would go to their dream interpreters who would explain the meaning of the dreams. And there was even ancient laws that in Rome that if you had a dream about the ancient Roman Empire, you were compelled by law to tell the senators what your dream was for the empire, whether it was something that happened to it or, or something that was coming to attack them. It was a law. If you had a dream about the Roman Empire, you had to tell state senators in the Roman Coliseum. Can you believe that? And now, <laughs> current times, a lot of people who do handle the dream interpretations are either psychic mediums or healers or people who are just really, really into dreams. And, you know, but that's fascinating, though, because now in modern times you have these psychologists and psychotherapists, and they're always asking you what you dream, just like Freud said, what did you dream? And Jung said, what did you dream? So in the medical world... For mental health, they will ask you about your dreams, but nowhere else, unless you're with a psychic medium, will they ask you about your dreams. Isn't it amazing? Yes, it is. Yeah, because it's such a big part. Now, I know um, many people, and I've always heard it's good when you dream to keep a journal by your bed and write your dreams down. So do you recommend that, people doing that? Yes, for those people who are not familiar with dreams, if before you get out of bed, you jot down a couple notes of whatever you remembered, and you might just remember a symbol. Maybe it's a car, or it's a baseball game, or you had something where you were packing up boxes in the house, and you just remember one little itty-bitty part. Write that down, because you will see in successive entries Maybe the repeating message, because a lot of us have repeating dreams until your higher self can connect with your conscious self saying, knock, knock, this is the message, this is the message. <laughs> oh, I yeah, knock, knock, then they're going to continue to do it until we get it figured out. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Oh, my gosh. that's I did not realize that. Now, Melinda, yeah. we are down to just a couple more minutes. Is there any last little bit that that you would like to share with our audience today? Yes. Just be open to your dream time. Ask your spirit guides, angels, your deceased loved ones to help you with an issue before you go to sleep. Ask them to help you remember it. Do a dream journal, or you can just meditate, and you could do a, a, a live trance sleep or lucid dreaming to get answers but dreams are fascinating and don't let someone tell you it's not okay to dream or your dreams are not important because they are it's your higher self speaking to you in this lifetime and it can be so beneficial and helpful for you paula oh thank you and isn't isn't that just an amazing and i mean it just feels for me, that just seems like that just fills your heart with so much love and and happiness knowing that our higher self uses our dreams as a tool to communicate with us. Isn't that beautiful? It is. It's very beautiful. 
and it's true, and it happens. So believe it and welcome it and use it and listen to your dreams. Yes, yes. Oh, I absolutely love that. Oh, this has been absolutely fantastic. And I, I think this will trigger so many people to listen to their dreams a little bit more and realize I had no idea how expansive everything is. It really is. So many yes. ways, so many things that they tell us. You, you must love what you do. You must just love it. Oh, I'm so lucky. I've been doing this for six years. I quit my day job a year ago, and I do this full-time now and support myself doing this. I love it. I love meeting people and traveling and helping them, like I said earlier, empowering people and, and teaching them how to do these things for themselves and, and helping them to connect with their deceased loved ones and guides. This is what I love. It's what I've done this lifetime, what I've done in past lifetimes, and I'm just so lucky that I can still do it today. Oh, Melinda, you are a gift. You are a gift. I oh, thank you. <laughs> welcome everyone. Check out her website, contact her, and we are just blessed with having you today. And I do want to say a big thank you to all of our listeners out there. Love, hugs, blessings. Melinda, love and hugs to you, and thank you. Thank you for having me, Paula. Oh, you're so welcome. Goodbye, everyone, and we will chat again next week. Thank you again for tuning into For the Love of Reiki. Please join your host, Paula Vale, again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel to learn more about your better health. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.